Book Review Title, The Vanishing Deep Author, Astrid Scholte Genre, Ya-slash-fantasy-slash-thriller Rating Review, I didn't know anything about The Vanishing Deep before picking it up, but the synopsis sounded very interesting and I couldn't wait to get into it. I was aware from the synopsis that most of this novel takes place over a single day so I can't wait to see how that works out and it also features people returning from the dead as well as a mystery. I haven't read Four Dead Queens yet, but I heard nothing but good things about it. We are introduced to Tempe, whose full name is Tempest working to fund the resurrection of her sister Elisea, not because she loves her but because she has information that Tempe needs to know. Tempe works by diving in the wrecks of the cities under the water finding things that are valuable and trading them for notes. She is running out of options with her current site and on her last dive she manages to find a plant which have become rare in the wake of the Great Wave. When she has enough notes she is heading to the island of Palindromina to revive her sister and get the answers she needs. We are also introduced to Lore who works in the basement of the Palindromina revival facility known as the Aquarium where the bodies of the dead are housed. He has been hiding away there for six months after a decision he made rock climbing killed his friend. A colleague he works with Ray asks Lore to cover his revival the following day so he can see a doctor about healing a diving injury and Ray agrees and we know that this client is Tempe. On the day of her sister's revival we get a countdown with each chapter and there are two hours until the revival. The opening chapters of The Vanishing Deep were interesting, and I can't wait to see where it goes. As we approach the one-quarter mark in the novel, Tempe is nervous about reviving her sister, but she needs to know the truth, however, she has conflicting feelings on the matter as she has genuinely missed her sister despite the fact she may be the reason for the death of their parents. We don't get to see much of the facility itself, but we do learn that the director of the facility knew Tempe's parents and therefore knows her. Meanwhile Laura is getting more and more anxious about acting as a warden for the day as it has been over two years since he has willing interacted with another living human except Ray. Despite everything Elisea's revival doesn't go to plan, the second Tempe starts asking about their parents' deaths Elisea knows that she is dead and wants Tempe to confirm it but she refuses and flees the room. We get a nice bonding scene between Laura and Tempe as he tells her not to waste this chance to say goodbye properly the same way he did with his friend. He also tells her to tell Elisea the truth despite knowing that he should call the scientist to sedate Elisea and I have a feeling he is going to get dragged along with the girls whether he likes it or not. I can smell a romance brewing between Laura and Tempe and surprisingly I don't mind. I also like the fact this novel is really fast-paced as it only takes place over one day for the majority which means the pages just fly by. As we cross the one-quarter mark in the novel, Tempe gets some answers from her sister but not the one she was expecting. It turns out that Elisea was out diving for a gift for Tempe's birthday the night their parents died, they ended up finding her and told her they were going to leave and that it was a matter of life and death. Elisea being a stubborn child went back to get Tempe and decided to let her sister sleep and meet her parents the following morning, but the storm destroyed their boat and both sisters believed them to be dead. However, Elisea soon began finding very personal items belonging to their parents at their dive site hundreds of miles away and there was no way for those items to end up there unless they were put there by someone. Elisea believes that their parents are still alive and was trying to find them before she drowned, and she never mentioned it to Tempe because she didn't want to get her hopes up without proof. Due to the revelations Tempe decides to help her sister escape from the facility and hope they can track down their parents before her final day is up. Tempe manages to trick Lore who immediately pulls the fire alarm, sending a message to Ray to get back to the facility while he leaves to find the girls who have managed to get past the security checks and leave. When Ray returns Lore tells him what happened, and the pair immediately set out after the two girls knowing the first place they are going to head is home. 
Lore also tells Ray that he is the director's son but they don't see eye to eye as he believes that the dead should be left in peace while she wants to stop death entirely despite the fact that the population would only grow and use up resources their watery world just doesn't have the means to support. As we approach the halfway mark in the novel, Elisea and Tempe return home to retrieve the map Elisea hid as it detailed the location of where her parents were going but the treasure chest Elisea hid it in, Tempe sold and as they try and track it down they are found by Ray and Lore. The sister know either have to find a way to outrun the boys which is going to be difficult as Elisea can be tracked through the Echolink as long as her heart is beating, so I believe they won't have a choice but to get the boys to help them which given what is at stake for them isn't going to be easy. It turns out the boys are planning to get them back to the facility no matter what as Laura won't endanger another friend, however the girls are far more cunning than either of them thought. By the time they finally track down the chest and learn the location of where their parents could be, they realize the island is a few days away and Elisea won't make it unless they cross the untied sea where most don't survive but it reduces the journey to only 6 hours meaning both of them will have time with their parents before Elisea dies again, so they are going to take it even if it means the pair of them dying in the process. As we cross the halfway mark in the novel, Lore manages to catch with the girls but they take the upper hand when they knock him out and smash the tablet that was his only way of contacting Ray. With a hostage now in tow they make their way to the untied sea and everything that lies beyond it vowing to stay together until the very end and even Lore sympathizes with them as they only want to be a family again before Elisea's second death. The trio has some trouble crossing the untied sea but Lore gets them through it but when they leave and head for island something happens that caused Elisea's heart to stop briefly. When she wakes Lore explains they are tethered together, she has shared his life for 24 hours, that her heartbeat is synced to his which is why he passed out as well, but he doesn't know what caused it. Upon learning this Elisea wants to return to the facility immediately as she is putting Lore's life in danger, however, he suggests they go to island, find their parents and then return to the facility. They will be cutting it fine on time, but it is doable and with only 11 hours until Elisea's time is up, they don't have a moment to spare. As we approach the three-quarters mark in the novel, their parents explain the truth behind the reason they had to leave and the real reason Elisea died. It turns out that Lore's mother was experimenting with the living as well as the dead, intentionally killing them. When Tempe's father found out he wanted her to stop but he swore an oath to protect Palindromina at all costs even above his own family. Rather than allow the experiments to continue he took his wife and fled, Nisandra tried to stop them but they managed to buy passage to this island. After that they waited for their daughters, but they never turned up, so they tried several times to return and collect them but Nisandra intercepted them every time, so they left behind clues for them. The night Elisea died they returned again but once again Nisandra got to them before they could reach their daughters, but she was fed up of them returning and rammed her boat into sunrise causing Elisea to fall in, they tried to save her but when Nisandra threatened Tempe so they had no choice but to flee and leaves Elisea behind thinking she would survive but she didn't. Upon learning this Tempe is even more distraught than when Elisea first woke up and needs some time alone. With less than six hours left until Elisea dies again, Lore comes up with an idea to save her but it means getting into Palindromina again and doing the impossible but Lore is willing to do it for this family that his mother destroyed. As we cross into the final section of the novel, the trio head back to carry out Lore's plan but it turns out Lore is keeping a bigger secret than anyone thought. When they return to the facility they only have just over an hour in order to save Elisea, but nothing goes to plan as both Laura and Elisea seem to be dying. Ryland tries to tether Elisea to someone else, but it doesn't work so Tempe goes to find Nisandra. Nisandra tells her that Laura has been dead for over two years and she performs the same time to keep Laura alive after he fell off the cliff not Kalen. The ending of The Vanishing Deep was one of the most heartbreaking I have read for a while. Overall, 
it was a tale of loss and how we deal with it as humans, it also looks at what it means to be alive and what life means. It has many burning questions lingering throughout although I did end up a little dissatisfied at the ending because it wasn't what I wanted for the characters, but I understand why Schulte went in that direction. Buy it here. Paperback slash hardcover, amazon.co.uk amazon.com. Kindle edition, amazon.co.uk amazon.com.